It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And James is here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on keeping you cool. In this episode 144 of the Defective Characters Podcast, let's go. James wanted on that too. Hey, I kept your uh, let's go in there. So it went, let's go. And then James said, let's go. I did that last week. It's so hot outside. Huh? Yeah. yeah. It, is, it is warm. Which, what are these bugs right here? We're, we're sitting... Uh, Dragonflies. We're sitting on the uh, the, the, the lake and looking like it's. Uh, I'm just gonna cut in as we're walking to a new location. So we were sitting, and you just heard Dennis say, "Oh, I think the yoga people want to hear this space. They want to use this space." So we're actually moving, which is I have a feeling if this was a podcast we were doing when we were still drinking. What are the odds we would have moved? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, yeah. Zero. Oh, this is really going to make James angry. If James's shares seem a little aggressive, it's because we're trying to find a spot that is not actually in the beating hot sun. Because well, at the picnic table. At the picnic table. Okay. So we'll walk with that. James, you're you're a uh, Florida boy now. Since what year did you did you move to Florida? 1998. And you still hate the uh, hate the heat there? Not the Miami heat, but like the heat of Florida. I wouldn't say I hate it these I, days. I was born in Florida, and I hate the heat. Man, I love it. How about over there? Don't you think those benches there are going to be good? We're walking to a new location. Yeah, here, Dennis, talk about the last seven days. Right, let's just walk. Okay. My last seven days. Uh, just a bunch of kids. It's okay, James. <laughs> Let them enjoy their day. Um, my last seven days. Welcome to the Finding a Bench podcast. All right, my last seven days. What did I do? Uh, I haven't felt very well the last few days, like almost all week. I don't know why. It's like annoying headache and blahness, but I'm okay. Um, I had dinner with Steve and my sponsor and a couple other people last night. So that was really nice. Um, I found out that I had a doctor's appointment on like the 6th that I had missed. And so now I have one tomorrow. So that was stupid, but... I never got, like, the call from the doctor that says, Hey, you have an appointment tomorrow. So I guess I shouldn't rely on that. Um, I had a belly button birthday the past week. Um, That was nice. 
I got a cake. What's what's more special now that you picked up five years? Your birthday or your belly button birthday? Has it switched? I don't know. I think like my sobriety date is <laughs> is special. It marks something, and then like the belly button birthday is kind of like oh another day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I don't just, put that. It's much. just the anniversary of nine months since yeah. your parents last did it. I uh, it's an, I, I'm not going to comment on that. Okay, but uh, it's, it's another trip around the sun. So that's always good. So we got another ride to go on. Have you ever stepped it back and, and thought, have you asked your parents that the, the day they conceived you, there was a special moment about it? Like, was it Halloween? I did not. I've never talked been. to them about you that. You haven't stepped back nine months and gone, well, it could have been on Halloween. It could have been October well, I mean, 31st. I was born in June. And I was a little preemie. Uh-huh. So it might have been around January or Valentine's Day or something. What? Your math is wrong. You weren't that preemie. Were you? I don't know how preemie I was. You were but... two pounds. No, but that would have that would have been, if it was January, that would have been five and a half months. Right? Maybe. I don't so know. Stop, were... James. What the... Oh, he spilled the coffee all over. James. It was an accident. No, it wasn't. That was the complete opposite of an accident. That was a deliberate action. What is wrong with you today? Oh, my God. All right. Give the phone to James. James, you've, you've explain yourself. <laughs> I spilled the coffee because it looked like fun. That's all I have to say. <laughs> the... How about sorry for being a Oh, uh, if there was more to add, I'm sorry for being a jerk. <laughs> But we don't name call in this podcast, Dennis. Whatever, jerk. <gasps> Just to be fair, I only spilled like a tablespoonful. Because I stopped you. <laughs> I'm keeping you on your game. Keeping you on your game. So, I got my boys here. I took the my oldest to Disney World. Uh, after hours, that was remarkable. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we, got, we got to walk on every ride, which was so much fun. And I was telling Mike and Dennis that I was I wanted to go see the new Lightyear movie at the Dolby Theater. So all four of us to go see it on Sunday. It would be $92. And I was like, man, when did movies go from $25 to $92? And I was like, well, I can just wait three months for it to come out on Disney+. Plus. Um, but at the same time, I can just go see a, on a smaller theater screen and... I don't know. I've been having fun fun with them. I introduced them to filet mignons, and that's all they want now is <laughs> filets. Your kids have never had a filet mignon. Well, they've had steaks and flank steaks and sirloins, but now they've they, they've realized that filets are amazing because they're like butter. They're like butter. <laughs> um. Anyway, all is good. The boys are sleeping now. I'm getting texts from my wife. Um, asking the boys to clean their room so she can clean the rest of their house. I don't know how those two... Oh, so she can go in and vacuum. So she can't vacuum when all their crap's on the floor. She she just said, I'm going to do it Saturday. You have until Saturday. <laughs> so anyway, all is well. Here's Mike. Hey, thanks, James. Um, yeah, the last seven days have been pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um are you oh on that note on Sunday? So so are you thinking you are going to go? No. Okay. What do you think about what your uh I don't know what your Sunday looks like. I I might be bringing Olivia uh Sunday morning to celebration just to grab coffee and walk the lake. So 
and uh, maybe Dennis can join us if Peaches uh, isn't making him do something else for Father's Day. Peaches is uh, is who, James? His father. His now, father. Yeah. when are you going to come here? Because I've got church at 11. When, when's it done? 12. Yeah, I won't be probably seeing you. Um, no, <laughs> I might. I, I might. Like, if 12 to 1 you wanted to meet up, at 1 o'clock I have to uh, drive her back to uh, Orlando. Or one fifteen. I would say. Think about it. Think about 12 to 1 if you'd want to. Uh, so the last week is good. I uh, did some service. James asked me if I would uh, speak and meet some gentlemen. Did that. It's pretty good. Told Dennis's story. They didn't even believe how many bananas I was able to take down. If you don't know the story, uh, I'm not going to tell you any of it. It's episode two. So go back and listen. The banana part, most memorable. The rest of it, probably complete lies. But I do believe the banana part. Only because he's known as the banana man and his, uh, the, the first lady that made him tingle was Chiquita Banana, which is why there was, right? Mine was Britney Spears. This <laughs> is Chiquita Banana. James, do you remember the, the first lady that had you, uh, had you feeling funny? No. Okay. <laughs> I bet it was Jessica Rabbit. Is, is what I'm I would. Not wrong. Uh, I'm not I'm wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> I don't know if she was first, but. Uh, Dennis' story is number two. How did you know that? Uh, because. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis either was saying peace or telling me it was episode two. Um, he went before so, you. Huh? Yeah. Yep. That's right. I'm selfless. You are number four. Uh, so as you can tell, we're, we're having fun. Good time. Uh, there was something I wanted to share with you guys that I thought was really funny. Uh, my fiance and I uh, and her boys hung out and uh, went to a water park recently, the Typhoon Lagoon. All right. Went to the lagoon. I was trying to do the bonding thing. They're ages 10 and 8. And I looked at the prices of a soda and it was like four fifty for one soda or souvenir cup eleven fifty. And I said, We're at least gonna probably fill this up three times. It's more cost effective. Yeah. But I was only gonna get one cup and I was trying to problem solve and I said, All right, you guys can make a what is it called? They told me uh, suicide cup. Which I don't like the name, but I guess it's a mix of everything. So I said, you can pick one thing, you can pick one thing, and the third time we refill, if you want a suicide cup or whatever order, you can do it. And they were fighting a little bit, and I said, guys, like, hey, everything's good. And I could have been a little bit more aggressive than what I just portrayed, at least in my fiance's eyes, I was. And I think it's because I'm I'm big and tall. And a male figure that she didn't want me like overstepping my parental duties. So she was like, hey, I got it. And she that's how she legitimately said. So I stepped away from the situation. And after she's like, you know, earlier and I said, I I get it that you were aggravated. I'm just going to walk away from the situation if they're bickering because none of it's nothing's that important. Like I don't need to be right. My ego is completely in check and I have no problems with it and she was like she kept going in at it like no I just want trying to explain herself and I'm like it's not a contest but you already won like you already won that discussion so it's good and I don't think she could understand it and I think it's because it is baffling 
like we say cunning, baffling, powerful. There are things in life that this program has changed me into that is baffling to other people. And they don't believe that somebody would be so like nonchalant with it. Um, so yeah, Dennis, you look like you're, you're about to say something. You got anything? Did she, um, like, is she still mad at you because of that? Or did she, did it blow over? Yeah, she, it wasn't even mad. She, she was trying to reinforce the thing that we talked about before where like, she just wants to be the one. Could it change? Yeah. Maybe it'll change. You know, every, you disciplining them, right? Any of it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes kind of sense. Why didn't you just buy each of the boys a cup? <laughs> you know okay, okay. You can go back and listen to 143 episodes of how, especially since I got divorced, that my belt has been tightened to the point where it doesn't even need to be. Like, like I have, but I like having leftover money so that way I'm never dipping into credit cards because I was incredibly embarrassed two years ago, even a year ago, when I paid off a lot of my debt after my divorce. So because of that, I try to say, what's going to be best and honestly, this was best because they spilled the cup several times and I would have lost my stuff if, if it was just a regular cup and there was, uh, you know, no reason for I, – I, it just would have been too much. So this was the best thing for me to be able to step aside. But that's pretty cool that I was able to do that. And that wasn't even how I came up with the topic of keeping your cool. James did in a pretty fun way. James, do you want to get us started? How did, how did, how did this happen? Yeah, I don't remember. Okay. Cool. You want me to tell you, and then I'll give it to you. <laughs> so, so we were we were hanging out outside outside the uh, the bowling alley because the the speaking engagement was right next door, and we step out, and from the AC to outside. I think James perspires a little bit more than me, but there is, it's, it's like one of those, those sad movies where Denzel Washington can push just one really fat tear out of his eye. There was one fat bead of sweat that just came down James head. And it made me remember that he, I don't know if I kept it on the podcast, but last week or the last time that we did in person, you said, all right, goodbye. This is going to be the last time you see me in person for a very long time. Cause it's too hot. And uh, so I thought keeping your cool in a literal sense, but also there's a lot of stuff that comes up and I'm sure you don't have to talk about it, James, but I'm sure in the next three weeks and when your boys are here, there's certain challenges that you go through with them and you have to stay cool. And also maybe the dynamic between you and your amazing wife that you have to navigate through. Um, with each other and any ways that you can do that uh, and bring up how you keep your cool, some things you've learned. Yeah, I'll give you a couple examples right away. So I, I, I have my boys um, and, um, you know, I, I get them back to the house and the second day I, I go up to my son's room and uh, Chris and he's, uh, he's like, Dad, um, I, I use your electric shaver. And, um, and it wouldn't turn off. So I was like, okay, that's never happened before. So right in my head, I'm just thinking, he, he probably dropped it and, and now. And sure enough, I, I picked it up. It didn't have any charge, so I charged it for a little bit. And I took it out of the charger, and I turned it on, and it's on. I turned it to the off mode, and it would not turn off. And I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was like... 
Okay, I could have started asking que- asking questions, but I didn't. I found out that um, when I rested on the the charger and I push it back, it turns off after like three seconds. But literally, when you take it out, it will just go and go and go and go. And um, the old me would have been like, just start like, what did you do? Like, this is a hundred eighty dollar razor. Why would you? What did you, did you drop it? But I didn't. I was like, okay, no big deal. It looks like I've. I, this is what happened. Um, I didn't even say that. I was just like, okay, thanks for letting me know. The, um, that same night, we went on a bike ride, the three of us. And he had the electric the scooter. And we go, we get some ice cream, we park all the bikes. And we come out, and, and the boys start bickering. And then all of a sudden, I hear this smack. And the the Razor, or the the scooter, the Razor, the scooter was on the ground uh it had hit a car or it came close to hitting a car and it was down i was like so like there was no anger like it just wasn't there i just and and the little one's like look what you did dad's gonna be so mad at you he's like why are you so stupid and i'm just like hey 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 relax it's okay I, i picked it up i put it down and I was like, and then me and the little one start riding our bicycles. And then all of a sudden I get to the, the movie theater here. They're at Kilwins. Uh, or the, we left the little one back at Kilwins or the big one, whatever. I'm, Chris and Dylan, whatever. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden I hear this, Dad, the, ra- the, the scooter's not working. <laughs> and I'm just like, hmm. Again, no anger. I just went, I, I paused, and I, I went to the scooter, and I was like, okay. And I saw that the handle was stuck, the, the actual, so I, I loosened it a little. When it fell, it got jammed. I was like, look, it's working now. And um, so I guess the, the moral of this is after being five years sober, and maybe it's because I don't see my kids every day, like I've got so much patience for them because I'm so happy to see them that I just I breathe and nothing is more important to me than my kids. So am I going to get angry over a thing even if it it was broke? Am I going to be angry over it or am I going to be like, "Okay, this happened. What are we going to do about it?" you know? Uh if if they did something like menacing I will have a talk with them but in both circumstances I evaluated the situation and you know did it get messed up a little sure but we found a solution and I didn't raise my voice and I wasn't angry at them I think the more and more I do it the more and more the kids can trust me and and be themselves around me and be more respectful because they know if they mess up that I'm not gonna jump down their throat i'm gonna be calm and collective and i think that's a cool place to be because i was before that i was angry all the time um when i was hungover, i would yell at them for you know playing like little kids i was trying to sleep my whole sunday and they would just wanted to go outside and play so it's definitely a change for me so definitely the pause and and just evaluating the situation i don't know yeah. Thank you, James. Dennis, I, kn- I know you uh, you probably deal with anger uh, the worst out of all of us. Yeah. Um, 
and and I know it's it's still a struggle, and we actually have to force you to change when it comes to that. So uh, this is actually spoiler alert. This is your anger um, uh, in, in, in intervention. I was gonna say invention. Yeah. So I'm kidding. But uh, how do you how do you deal with stuff? How are you before? You were probably a monster. Are you a monster? Well, I'm completely unprepared because I like. I took it literally to keeping your cool, so I had a whole monologue about snow cones and sunglasses and stuff. Um, so I guess I'll just throw that out the window. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do it. Do, Do it. it. Do that. All right. What is it with snow cones? <laughs> it's neither it stones. Ice. I bet you call it Italian ice. Italian ice. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, um, anger, like, it's weird because, like, most things I'm pretty cool with. Like, James throwing sticks at me while I'm trying to, like, think of a thought. I'm all right with. I'm cool with it. It's a little annoying, but but it could be worse. But then there's, like, certain subjects that, like, get me really heated when I talk about, like, politics and, and stuff like that. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> See? That's a perfect example. Like, so, like, I have to be aware of, like, you know, for a back of a lack of a better term, what triggers me, you know? So, in situations with, like, certain people, there's just certain things that, like, I won't talk about. And, you know, kind of know where the minefields are so you can avoid them kind of thing. But then other than that, like, the general, like, avoiding, like, situations that become stressful and stuff like that is, is, you know, use, like, prayer and meditation. You know, if you are constantly in, like, the present in the and the like a connection with a higher power or whatever you tend to be less focused on the negative stuff and more focused on the gratitude and the good stuff uh, like in every moment of the day so if you're able to stay in the now like it's it's easier to like weather the storm so to say so like james right he has a great connection with a higher power so whenever things came up with his sons or whatever, he was able to, like, weather that storm and, like, not blow up. Now, if James was, like, going throughout his day all, like, bitter and miserable and thinking about all the negative stuff that came up, those, a situation might trigger him, you know what I'm saying? Where it's, like, the the straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing, right? So you gotta, like, keep a baseline of like neutrality and gratitude and like connection throughout all of your day so that when those little things come up it just doesn't like make you snap and that's kind of how I think about it you know like none of it's really that big of a deal if taken one little bite at a time but when you try to eat the whole elephant it's you're gonna get a belly ache you know keep in mind I've been practicing for five years and I'm not that good at it but from those two incidences like the old me would have just blown up 
like those things are expensive like be careful how be careful but i didn't i didn't even say any of that i was just like oh oh okay let's uh let's see you know it was really and it, what, it was just remember, it was natural like it was like natural minutes ago when the yoga people stole our spot and you see? got pissed yes off. okay tell about that story i wasn't really mad yeah. oh yeah i'm leaving <laughs> that in i'm leaving that in and they're not even yoga people. They're little children okay. that are learning to swim. Other, they had, no, they had yoga men. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's true. Oh, so for the lesson of this, uh, other people piss me off a lot more than my children. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah, you should see me and Dennis in the car. I'm like, mother... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, like, if you ever want to see James, like, pissy like a Karen, drive with him in a car on a busy day. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's good. I mean, it's it, we're human, right? Yeah. And we're also we're also alcoholics and addicts. Like, if you're listening to this and you're not, that's totally fine. But a lot of you are, and it's and I'm not saying you are because I think you are. It's because that's what you say. Because that that's a great. A thing. lot of us are. Yeah, I mean, I definitely am. Um, which which is funny. So there was something that happened uh, this morning that I thought was hilarious. So in uh, our home group, and I love it, that's why it's my home group, um, quite often there's stuff in the opening readings in the script as far as like no profanity. Oh, that's out the window. No crosstalk. That's out the window. And there are some people that don't realize that even though it's in the script – we we are I there's a p word is it per, uh, parentheses yeah uh, that's not the word I was thinking of <laughs> but like we are able to make mistakes and not actually follow rules that we as a group set in place but some people get so mad and anything that's shared that's crosstalk they roll their eyes and they cross their arms and it's like I look at it and it's like deal with it deal with it bro deal with it girl. Whoever it was, whoever it ever is, I look at it like there is honestly some days where somebody shares more than five minutes in my head. It's not like I stopwatch them. And I'm like, enough already. (laughs) But instead of me even rolling my eyes, crossing my arms, I get up for a second. I go to use the restroom. I take a beat and I go. Oh, yeah, none of what just happened in my feelings matter. But I'm not going to express myself in that way. And I think the last time we talked about uh, anger, because I'm sure we did a couple different episodes on similar topics, um, I'm happy to say today I have a lot less of that. Because a year ago, I was mad about where I was professionally and the place that I was at. And I got angry that people said one thing and did another they are human, you know, and I give them, I hold them responsible to uh, not hurt me because I don't let them hurt me. Like I prevent, I prevent it. So there were friends in my life that I had to cut out of my life this past year who um, I found out they were just not who they said that they were. And that's totally cool. And I still have to engage in conversations with them, but I, um, He's talking about me. Yeah, I'm talking about Dennis. This is really awkward, um, but I, I'm like, I'm happy to say that I don't, I don't let it eat my lunch, you know. 
And I do it by knowing if I have to get myself out of the situation, I will. The story I talked about before, legitimately, anytime there's anything with the boys and they're going through stuff, uh, not that I'll like be a tattletale, but if I'm the one watching, I'll share it with their mom. But I'm not going to, unless they're hurting each other and it's like something I need to break up immediately, I don't care. I'll just be like, hey, just so you know, this is like creeping up. And she'll go, what did you do? And I'll say, I just told you right now, even though it happened a week and a half ago. Enjoy. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to say that, um, you know, for 10 years... Uh, my wife has had my two sons as her bonus children. So I think you're doing great so far. But she is such a great person that you can ask questions about. Being as she had two boys from very small ages all the way up to teenagers. So mm. if you have any questions, you can always call my wife and get some, like, see what worked for her. What What were their ages when she met them? Uh, Ten years ago, so... Eight and five. Okay, so yeah. the exact same ages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually will take you up on that. Yeah. I'll, I'll reach out to T. That's a good idea. Um, if I, man, if I didn't have the program. Because she wasn't in the program at that point either. Yeah. So I'm sure there was yeah. some, was like, like yeah. I'm sure it was, like, learning. Because when, when she was in the, yeah, half and half. So I think, uh, man, I love half and half in my coffee. Uh, <laughs> I actually cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> I cut it out. I cut it out. Um uh, like Joey Gladstone. So I think I think it's I think it's important to know. It, the big takeaway that I can say is not reacting might be the best because how you feel even in 30 seconds after something happens is going to be tremendously different than when it actually happens. And road rage is legitimately a thing. I remember as a child, I used to get so mad when people would be driving and they didn't use their directionals. And I would be like, I, I would, as a child, I would get bad, my, mad. My father was driving and I'm like, what is that guy doing? And I'm like, if I was a cop, I would pull him over. And my father's like, well, it's a good you're not a cop because who knows who has a gun. And they would take you out in a minute because you're six. You're tall enough to be a cop. Uh, back then I wasn't. That's though. funny. I, I realized a long time ago that, like, if I was going to get mad at every time that someone didn't use their blinker or, like, cut me off in traffic, then I would be mad all the time. And I don't want to be mad all the time. So you just let it slide. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's pretty cool. And, and also... Some good advice. I don't know what it actually means, but a friend of the podcast, Don, he um, he said his tip is to take a pregnant pause. So I think that means do nothing for nine months and eat a lot of ice cream and and see what happens. Pickles. And see if there's an opening on your body that gets larger and a human comes out. That was his advice. Not the best, I would say. I, I'm not a big fan of using pregnant in other terms other than pregnant. Does that make sense? Uh, I think his advice works because if you literally get angry and you wait nine months, you're not going to be angry anymore. No, the odds are someone will be dead. One person dies every nine months. Do you know this? Like We're trying to keep it lighthearted and you're like, death. Listen. From what I've heard, and this is just something I'm making up, every day there's two people that get born to every one and a half person that passes away. There's actually, there's actually a counter that, like, live keeps track of all that. Really? Is it made of granite? No. 
I just looked up. I just looked up pregnant, and there's one meaning, but the second meaning I actually like now. It means full of meaning, significant or suggestive. Good job, Don. So take a suggestive pause. Full of meaning. Full of meaning. Oh, yeah, I get it. Meaning. Very. Yeah, that's a, that's actually yeah. that's really good. Done. Way, way to go. See, I'm changed. Yeah. I'm changed. I mean, every single minute. I'm full of pregnant. If somebody took a time, sla- time lapse of our faces, <laughs> they would be more fuller of hair if you went into the follicles because we get changed. And just like that, the leaf blowers started. So that means, that I believe it's the end of the podcast. That's pretty... Uh, can we do one podcast where you do a Boston accent the whole time? <laughs> So a podcast would change to a podcast. <laughs> and that's yeah. Uh, and we would not be the defective characters. We would be the defective characters. <laughs> so that's what it is. And also, I, I would be Wait, selling. We'll, we'll get you and our sponsor on. So we got uh, Long uh, Island, Boston. Yeah, New York, Boston accent. Then we just need Peter Griffin. Uh, yeah, well, Dennis. Dennis can be our Peter. I always like Dennis's Peter more than anything else. <laughs> All right, should we, should we, should we stay safe? Should we stay safe and wrap up this podcast? Yeah, you get it. You get that. Okay. All right. Well, let's. Uh, this, this podcast's off the rails. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. All right, I'm looking for the close. I don't have it memorized. We'll be back next Thursday, sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 145, where the defective character is entirely right to have all these character defects removed. Remember, do it the dawn way. Take a pregnant pause, and we'll see you next time. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. That's <laughs> wicked. That's wicked good. Wicked good.